0: When looking for a new home, location is so important. And as sports fans, you obviously want to be close to your favorite sports teams. So if you're in the market of buying a new home, you gotta check out Aria Denver Homes. They are located just 10 minutes away from downtown, Coors Field, Pepsi Center, and Bronco Stadium at Mile High.
1: So what makes Aria Denver unique is the home buying process is all about you. You know, we offer free home inspections. We make sure we're in a great location in Denver. Um, as well as we outreach into the community and have a lot of involvement with a lot of different businesses, as well as you know parks and other areas in the location.
0: Like Tyler mentioned, ARIA Denver believes the home buying process is all about you. That's why they offer that free home inspection, customizable finishes, and brand new appliances. But that's not all.
1: So we specifically have a greenhouse on campus at ARIA. Um, that residents are able to sign up for a subscription service and have fresh veggies delivered to to their door each week. And then we also have a great relationship with Regis University. So our partnership with Regis allows residents to have access to the fitness center and gym.
0: Move today where everyone wants to live tomorrow. To learn more, go to www.aria.denverskylofts.com or call them today at 720-372-1022.
1: Broncos country is sitting in the south stands, drinking the curbs from my high, the best part of the weekend. Hugging a perfect stranger as they become a friend. Having
2: Welcome in to the BSN Broncos podcast, and we all have a surprise for you guys. Zach somehow doesn't understand time and came back way earlier than he thought he was. I'm back, baby.
3: (laughs) I'm back one day before the Broncos are back, and Ryan, I got in. Can you explain to me how this miscommunication happened? I got in afternoon grease time. Oh,
2: because Zach's like, I'm not getting in until Tuesday afternoon, so maybe we'll just get back on the pod on Wednesday. I'm like, yeah, whatever, man. And then he texted me at like 2:48 a.m. <laughs> yep. last night. I was like, "I'm actually back. Yep, I can do the podcast."
3: <laughs> Got in an hour early, or else I was going to get in at 12:30 p.m. Greece time, so that there's your afternoon arrival. So,
2: what time is it in your brain right now?
3: Uh, I don't know, Ryan. I was traveling <laughs> for over 30 hours. What? Three different flights. It was, but I love it. I freaking yeah, love the travel. Yeah, I forgot my, you like my girlfriend was like this is going to be awful. And I'm like, no, this is great. Can barely sleep the night before. So excited. I love the travel. I already told you about my experience in Dallas or wherever
2: it was. Like I was excited too. Yep. I wanted that four hour layover yep. and yep. Then I didn't get any of it.
3: <laughs> um, all right. How was the trip? Oh, it was fantastic. And I feel like you were on the trip with me because, you know, I, I had some social media stuff, but also the Bachelor was was where I was last night. The Bachelorette. The Bachelorette. Get it yeah, right. Pardon me.
2: I know. Uh, that was the first thing I said. I'm like, oh my God, Zach's in Greece too. I wish this was live. Maybe we'd see Zach in the back of a shot or something.
3: Maybe I would try to steal her.
2: Hey, you never know. Um, I was looking for, like, you posted a lot of pictures of cats. Yep. I was looking for some of your cat friends on there. Couldn't be sure. I mean, if it was that one, that... One with the black face? Yep, yep. I would have known.
3: Yep, yeah, you Because that would've. one had,
2: like, very human-like features. It was kind of weird.
3: Yeah, I'll tell you. The cats, it was insane. So, thankfully, I'm a cat, cat guy. There were so many wild cats. That's weird. Were there wild dogs? Yeah, some. Not as many. Do they chase the wild cats? Nope. No. Well, everyone they gets along. Actually, the cats. There was one cat that had, I kid you not, hundreds of scars on his body. Just from all, just wildcat life. fighting? Yeah. Wow, hashtag wildcat life. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, well, at least, at least it
2: was okay. Or was it like, was it like on its last leg?
3: No, he was great. Oh, he's
2: just- He was great. Just awesome. <laughs> did you name him Scar? We did, of course. Of course we did. <laughs> <laughs> that was predictable. Um, actually, when I was in Venezuela- uh, a long time ago there were so many wild dogs and it was sad because one of them had gotten like in a, in a really big fight but we like ad- we like kind of like adopted it and mm. got it to like not like actually adopted it but we like right. put some like neosporin on his cubs oh cuts man and...
3: isn't that so and we i i bought more cat food than human food on this trip probably and just fed oh my God. all the wild cats all the time it feels so good it does it is a rewarding experience yeah um all right best part of the trip Oh my! The everything was great. The food was so good, so good. Have you ever had a Greek salad? I had a Greek salad like two nights ago. There you go. Now, what was in it? Um,
2: it's actually a pretty good place I found right by my house. Uh, oh, is it le- legit? Like spicy chicken shawarma. Oh. Um, and then like Greek salad with like the feta and yep. the tomatoes and yep. the Greek dressing, which is so good. Is there
3: some lettuce in there too, or yeah, some spinach that's a, or something? That's a salad. So. No, doesn't exist in a Greek salad in Greece. Wow. No, no lettuce. To that's be not found. a salad. That's <laughs> just a
2: medley of vegetables and cheese. Which
3: makes it kind of even better. Cause you're like, <laughs> no fillers here. Got the tomatoes. Got the onions. Got the cucumbers. And then you don't just have some feta. That seems like something you would just like sprinkle over a pita. Do you also do that? I got, <laughs> I got some of that too. But not just not just some feta. You get a block of feta. We're talking three inches by four inches. And an inch deep of straight feta. An inch? No, no. Um, it's funny because last night when I was watching The Bachelorette, they
2: like panned over um, a dinner table and I saw that same exact <laughs> block of feta on top of the salad. I'm like, Zach's had that. <laughs> Zach's had that. So, yeah, I, f- I felt like I did um, get to come on the trip a little bit with you. Um, wh- what did you see? Like, I need more details. This
3: was, this trip, this was, Ryan, have you ever heard of, they called them two different things. One was a Fredo and the other was a Frappe, both coffee items. I was going to, I knew, I knew when you said the
2: Frappe. Yeah. Um No, I haven't heard of those. Well, I mean Frappuccino, I assume stems
3: from that. It stems from it. This, I think this drink is your heaven. I don't wow. think, I. I don't even know if you'd eat anymore. You would just have this drink all the time. It's espresso okay. iced, always iced. Of course. When you say it, it means iced. And it has as much espresso foam on it as it does espresso. Wow. Just naturally. Yeah. And then you can get cream added on top, and that's foamy as well. You can get sugar if you want. You don't have to. It is. It was incredible. I'm, I'm foaming <laughs> the, the
2: mouth. Just the, I, don't I think thought it every time thing. I had
3: one because I'm like – man and it's smooth of course but then they have this stuff called nescaf have you heard of that it sounds familiar it sounds Is it, it instant looks familiar. coffee or something it's instant coffee okay and that's like a big thing there why but it i don't i don't know and we got one of them once because of course you got to try the yeah, local try thing and it's like ah it's the same price as these other fantastic things now have you ever had wait of course not greek coffee no greek coffee means unfiltered which means so just, just dump all the grains in. <laughs> what? Dump them all in, and then so you're drinking it, and you're like, it it has a slightly different taste, but then you get two thirds of the way through, and you're and like, just getting, do I have anything on my teeth? And your teeth yeah. are covered <laughs> in espresso beans. So not not the best. Kind of reminds me of that coffee we had in Indianapolis.
2: <laughs> <laughs> First sip It has kind of like an earthy flavor. Second sip, no, it just tastes like dirt. A third sip, oh. There is dirt in here. This is terrible. <laughs> they didn't clean the beans. Wow. Well, that sounds awesome. I've always wondered why there's no foam in the espresso at Starbucks.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I I didn't know when it, I now. make
2: it at home. Yeah, I have a nice, you know, a nice little half inch. Yeah. Layer of foam. Exactly. on Exactly.
3: Yeah, and this is this was like two inches of espresso, two inches of foam, and mm. I don't understand why. I love foam. Anything <laughs> that's like foam. Beer foam. Give it all to me. You oh know, I God. I pour my beers. Zach, I, did, I pour them straight in. People are like, you don't Zach's have to Zach's like, yo, let beers. me get the first uh, <laughs> pour of the keg. fills a whole cup with, with foam. I le- and then it takes you forever to drink. I love it. It's a good pacing strategy. But I don't know why you would cut the foam out of a coffee drink. Yeah, I
2: don't know. But have you had the cold foam drinks at Starbucks? Oof. I was going to say, oh. if you're a foam guy.
3: Oh, have you had the cloud I have not. That's uh, where they add a little bit of egg in it or something. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things well, going on nice in that. Yeah, that's delicious. I haven't had that. It, it, I don't know. Definitely if it's not keto friendly. Yeah, no, it's probably it's, sweet. It's like sugar's the first ingredient.
2: I had um, so like there's like a cold foam cold brew that mm-hmm. I can have because it's just they just whip up the cream or yep. whatever. And I got one in Mexico. Luckily, I wasn't on keto, but I that's that's just what I ordered. And the foam was like the sweetest thing I've ever done. <laughs> like, what did they do to this?
3: This is not foam.
2: All right. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about your trip as it just relates to things we talk about. Yep. Yep. So usually, when you have a good trip, you
3: talk about it for like the next <laughs> ten months. And it was. It was. That's. I'm watching The Bachelorette today.
2: Just to re- be, try and relive it because
3: of this. Yeah. See, you know, see everything. And I heard there was some fantastic drama in there. Oh my god,
2: <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I, I, so I actually want to respect uh, one of our listeners who said he wasn't able to watch last night because mm. his dish went down. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Mm. It's just the kind of guy I am. Yeah. Um,
3: so I guess... But I, could, I couldn't come on here and just diminish the Bachelorette talk. I couldn't be that guy. I couldn't do that to you guys.
2: Honestly, I'm very regretful that I didn't... We're in the office right now. I'm very regretful that I didn't just take out my phone and press record <laughs> when we got into the office because there yep. was a highly spirited Bachelor debate that went, went on in here.
3: It's true. It was juicy.
2: It was fantastic. There's a lot of debate, like more disagreement in that than we've ever had on this podcast. Ever. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Anyways. So, and so there was, there was drama in here this morning, drama on the Bachelorette last night. And of course, the Broncos had to get in on the drama, Ryan.
2: That's good. I, I was about to transition <laughs> us in. I didn't have one as good as that, so good job. Yeah, <sighs> thought we were going to just have a nice, easy Tuesday. Yeah you know, talk about the Bachelorette, whatever, and all of a sudden, Broncos, you know, couldn't wait one more day to get in the headlines.
3: So, it seems like you don't like this news. It it irks you in some way. This is silly. This is absurd. This is stupid. And of course, the news is that Drew Locke and Dalton Reisner, now it appears that they could very well start training camp. As holdouts or unable to participate, however you want to phrase it, it doesn't matter, do you realize like how little the Broncos can afford this
2: they they can they can't afford it can In they which, like physically afford it uh, they yeah dollar bills they <laughs> can't afford the dollar dollar bills. what they can't afford is not having their starting what does he play left guard uh, that whole thing <laughs> they can't they can't not have their starting left guard, who's a rookie who needs to get into this system.
3: Not there for every single snap of training camp. Ryan, how does this draft class look when you take a step back after the draft? It got really good reviews for a second straight year, right? Yep. Could you imagine? Let's say this holdout goes for a while for both of these guys. Could you imagine the only guy that you have that's contributing is Noah Fant? I mean, he he seems to be a great player and is going to produce a lot. But if we're talking about Noah Fant and then end list, Dr- Draymond Jones is going to contribute, but come on. He's clearly a fourth, fifth option on that defensive Justin line. Justin Hollins, maybe. Yeah, you're, you're, you're not getting anything. So it's Noah Fant, and that's it.
2: This is so dumb. <laughs> this is so dumb. So who's it dumb
3: on? What needs that's, to happen?
2: That's what I said before the podcast. I'm like, I am mad about this. I just don't know who I'm mad at yet. Yeah. I need some more time to let this soak in. <laughs> So, I, I think we'll get there by the end of this discussion. First of all, what the hell is a quarterback
3: premium? <laughs> it's something that quarterbacks say, I want. And because they're quarterbacks, they get. Okay. So, just to give you guys like more of a rundown of what's going on.
2: Drew Locke was the 42nd overall pick. Dalton Reisner was the 41st overall pick. Neither of them have signed their contracts. Everyone thought it was just, you know, whatever. Semantics, blah, 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 The 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 usual run around with yep. this type of stuff well it comes out today for mike kliss um who i shared the airwaves with yesterday He
3: certainly did <laughs> two handsome men up there uh, yeah
2: <laughs> sure um mike kliss says that drew Lock. that neither that there's a chance that both of these guys hold out because drew locks agent i guess i should spe- specify that uh drew locks agent is asking for a quarterback premium and rightfully so, because rookie wages are slotted, Dalton Reisner's agent is like, that's absolute BS <laughs> if a guy who gets picked bef- after my guy yep. makes more money than my guy. I think Dalton, Reis- Dalton Reisner's agent, cross him off the list. I'm not mad at him. So the candidates now are Drew Locke's agent yep. or John LA. And maybe like Mike Sullivan is involved as well. <sighs> I know who I'm mad at who it's John why because he's the one who is dictating this situation he needs to tell here's his options tell Drew Locke's agent no we have a we have a guy who's picked in front of you we're not going to he is not getting more money than than Dalton or he needs to say you know what here's a quarterback premium for you Drew And you know what, Dalton Reisner, take a quarterback premium as well. Here's
3: a freaking left guard premium for you. Oh, my gosh. And, Ryan, when I take a step back, could you freaking imagine if John Elway gives the quarterback premium to Drew Locke and then has to give another premium to Dalton Reisner in order to sign him? John Elway would have just gone in, what, a few months from – the The most hard nosed guy. He is never moving an inch in negotiations. If you if you piss him off, he is going to just fire right back. You take no no shots to a guy that just yeah yeah. You know what you asked here here's here's three million dollars. You know what yeah I'll, I'll just give you how this much premium. is this
2: quarterback premium <laughs> seven hundred
3: and fifty thousand like no I think it's less I think we're talking a hundred like, couple hundred thousand if that. Maybe 100000 thou. I, I don't know, though. It could be seven fifty.
2: It's not his money. Just give it and get it over with. There's a 75% chance this thing just is over with today. Because now people are talking about it. Yeah. And, and John LA is going to have to answer like 10 questions about this tomorrow.
3: Mm. Could we see that getting done at 10 a.m. tomorrow? It could. We talked to John at about 1130.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's a chance. I don't think they want to deal with this. But what are we doing Let's say it goes on. They, they have to. And I only mentioned uh, Dalton Reisner. Drew Locke, he can't afford to miss a rep either. He's in a competition. He can't miss a rep out there.
3: He's in a competition. Shake my head. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, you're right. So, who owns the power between these three groups? Drew Locke. You think so? Drew Locke's agent. You think so? Yep. I think it's – What are the Broncos going to do, not sign him? Why would John not just be what John has been except these past few months? Why would John not just say, here's your contract. Hey, Dalton, we're not giving Drew a quarterback premium. Here's your contract. We're giving you the contract you're slotted for. There's no surprises here. It's not like we're sliding you. And then say to Drew, look, buddy, that money's sitting on the table for you. Whenever you want to come and get it, we'd love to have you back. But I'm not giving you this quarterback premium. And I think John could do that. Because John has been very adamant, Drew's not our guy. Drew is not our guy this year. They, uh,
2: The person they need the most is Dalton Reisner, so maybe he has the most power here. Right, that's He's exactly. He's saying, I'm not signing that contract unless you give me more money than, than Drew Locke. They, that is the one person they can't afford to say no to.
3: Yes, but then couldn't John say, yeah, look, here's your contract. Here's a contract that Drew is going to get, whether he wants to sign it right now or whether he wants to sign it in three months these petty money things
2: like chris harris (laughs) 12.05 million like give me a break with this stuff i just what's the point of this this rookie slotting scale right if it's not if you can't just like that's the whole point that's why it was negotiated Yep. so this crap doesn't happen Yep. and now there's quarterback premium like i've never heard that until today (laughs) i've never heard of that no and Maybe John is a little bit trigger shy here because you know what? He guaranteed a piece of Paxton Lynch's fifth year. Mm. Lee Steinberg kind of dragged him through the mud. There was a similar thing going on. They couldn't afford to not have him out there. And John Jono just said, you know what? Whatever. And that's kind of how I feel like he should do here. If Drew Locke hits, you think you're going to look back and be like, man, shouldn't have given him that 200000
3: <laughs> No If way. he
2: misses, do you think you're ever going to think about that 200000 No, No. you're not because it doesn't matter what you paid him. You missed on the pick. You're done. Like, you screwed up. You set your franchise back multiple years by missing on a quarterback. There's no and, And the same thing with Dalton Reisner. Dalton Reisner literally plays well for four games. The money was worth it. Yep. So, this whole thing is just like, one, what's the point of the scale if it doesn't actually stop this from happening? Two... Drew Locke's agent, like, buddy, call up call up the BSN office, we'll get a little <laughs> shirt deal going, and we'll get you some extra money if that's what this is about.
3: <laughs> Those shirts would fly off yeah, the racks. Yeah, they're going to fly too, off
2: <laughs> the racks. Uh, Dalton Reisner, you're in the clear, man. That You did get picked before him, and uh, it was interesting, because technically they could have flipped it. Yep. And maybe that would have avoided this entire thing. Yep. But... The team they were trading with, they traded with Cincinnati? Yep. They wanted Dalton Dalton Reisner Reisner. at 42. Yep. So the Broncos had to tell them, no, we're taking him at 41, so you're not getting Dalton Reisner. Because the
3: trade hadn't become official until after the Broncos put in that 41 selection.
2: So once they knew their guy was off the board, that's when they were willing to trade the pick. Exactly. So they they actually couldn't have done that. Yep. um, Unless they got the trade done before it. And that's what they should have done. Right. They should have said, look, here's the deal. We're going to draft Dalton Reisner at 41 if you don't trade us this pick. Trade us the pick, though, so we can draft Drew Locke at 41, and then we're going to draft Dalton Reisner at 42 so we don't have to deal with all that contract stuff. But I don't think that crossed their mind when they're sitting there in the war room.
3: No. crossed our mind. You and I were talking, how how did they determine who they were picking right now? Yep. And I guess they just really didn't want to miss out on an opportunity for that. But Ryan... What's the downside of is the only downside of giving in to both demands and having them back on the feet or having them show up tomorrow when everyone else reports? Is it just that, like I've said, John's just giving in, you got pushed again, around a little bit, and then this is just the off season of John giving in over and over again? Is that the only downside? I mean, and and of course, with that comes the precedent that you set. But is that the only downside? Yes. There, actually, there's no downside. Why is that not a downside? Because it doesn't matter. Because it's such a small ordeal. Right. Like
2: John, LA can say like the next time someone brings it up, like, oh yeah, okay, you want a hundred fifty thousand dollars Sure, Here you go.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd love to have that conversation with John Me as well. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, uh, that's a, that's what I'm gonna do at the barbecue. John,
2: can I have hundred fifty k?
3: I mean, heck, you I, even it's talk- working for everyone else.
2: <laughs> he'd, he'd give you a wink. He's like. <laughs> It's not my money. pulls out a checkbook, (laughs) signs forges the signature.
3: So then let me ask you this question. Is there any downside if Drew Locke and Dalton Reisner aren't at training camp for one day to 17 days? Every second
2: that they aren't on the field is a downside.
3: It's a pretty massive downside too, right? I mean, this is huge.
2: You're starting a rookie on the offensive line. What's the most important thing about offensive line play? Cohesion. Chemistry. Cohesion. You cannot afford to have a day, a week, a month, a second, a snap, that Dalton Reisner isn't lined up next to Garrett Pouls. How do you feel about that? Dalton Reisner has to figure out all the things that he has to compensate for <laughs> for old 72 over there. It's going to take a while for him to take, to get the whole list of all the things that he has to do for Garrett.
3: How great was it? that the Broncos went out and spent money on Juwan James to get themselves a right tackle. They went out and paid a a premium to get Mike Munchak, and then they spent a second-round pick on Dalton Reisner. They really invested in the offensive line. How much does Mike Munchak help Dalton Reisner if Dalton's in Wiggins, Colorado? None. Zero. Zero at all. And this is, I I believe, by the end of this year... He's hanging out with his pet raccoon.
2: (laughs) Did you see that? No. He posted on his story... On his Instagram story, he's just watching TV. There's just a raccoon crawling all over him. He's, like, petting
3: it. Inside? Inside. Is it a real pet?
2: I can only assume. <laughs> I don't think, like, he just... A, a raccoon just walked in the front door and he just, like, pet it.
3: I don't think Broncos country would want just a stray raccoon walking all over your starting left guard. So he's just, like, playing with a raccoon. <laughs> and and um
2: Nikki tweeted it and was like, I have a lot of questions. And... <laughs> He quote tweeted her and said, the only answer is, it's Wiggins.
3: <laughs> so do you want him hanging out in Wiggins with his pet raccoon? No. No. There can be no pet raccoons. Uh, of course not. Pet and, raccoon uh, time is over. How, would you feel, how do you feel about the offensive line right now as it sits with him in the fold? Six out of ten. Without him? Four out of ten. For me, it's like a three out of ten. Yeah, or worse. It is, it is bad. I think he's the best player on the line. I do. I certainly think by the end of this year he'll be the best player. So, holy cow! Yeah, y that's that's what this comes down to, is you have to have Dalton with the team right away. If that means just giving Drew this quarterback premium, then giving a, a left guard premium to Dalton, then you do it. But you can't, you can't not have him. Now, if somehow you're able to work it out where you get Dalton to sign and Drew's not there. Is it as big of a deal? No way. Is it, is it a deal? Yeah, because you want to see Drew Locke. You want to see when he's on the field. Is he your future? And what you don't want to do is you don't want to delay him. Let's say he sits out two weeks, and then he's back, and then you can never really see how good he is in preseason because he's still truly learning, and then you can never tell. Is he Patrick Mahomes? Do we have this thing in our back pocket that we love? Whether it's for week 12 this year or whether it's for week one next year, you'll never be able to tell. So, heck, actually, you, you need them both on the field. You need them both on the field, but you absolutely have to have Dalton on the field day one. If you want to pull a power move, go
2: ahead and pull it on Drew Lock. <clears throat> Give Dalton his contract. Say, hey, we need you, we need you here tomorrow. We're not giving Drew Lock the bonus, so right. just sign this. We need right. you to sign it. Um, so you can be out there tomorrow we promise you we're not going to give him the quarterback premium technically after he does that you could just go do it um it's not really in good faith but you could um and then just tell drew Locke like like you said contracts here on my desk show up whenever you want it's your loss you're losing the reps we're fine with brett with kevin hogan yeah and brett Ripon. yeah so take your time Yep. Only thing you're doing is, is hurting yourself.
3: Because you know what? I think Joe Flacco's in his prime.
2: There you go. I mean, I guess I'll touch wood before <laughs> I even say this, but what's the worst thing that can happen? I mean, we've got, you know, a whole over a month before they play a football game. Yep. So the worst thing that can happen is like, I'm not even going to say it, but but you can surmise <laughs> what the worst thing that can happen would be yeah. in. None of it is really alleviated by Drew Locke showing up.
3: No. it's it, it, I hate that we had to go here.
2: Not. Yeah. I hate that we had to go here because it's we shouldn't. We should be talking about how Drew Locke's going to go out there on Thursday and show that he should be the backup quarterback. Yep. And we're going to get this thing over with before the Hall of Fame game.
3: And we should be saying Dalton Reisner, once they put pads on, he's the real deal. It's dominating. He he has to be there once pads come on. Typically, pads come on what day four? Maybe that's what he and his agent are talking
2: about right now. I mean, everyone hates camp.
3: <laughs>
2: You're just giving them a a, a pass to yeah. mispractice?
3: practice. Yeah. So how does this get resolved? Do, do, do does John give in to Drew and then gives in to Dalton, or I mean, do do you see a situation where? They get a deal done with Dalton that's for the slotted amount, not with the bonus, before they lock in Drew, because it seems like Dalton's saying, "I'm waiting for Drew to sign the contract, whether it has a bonus or not. No bonus, then I don't need a bonus. If there's a bonus, I'm getting the bonus. Here's my question. Is the entire
2: rookie pay scale obsolete, and agents are just getting worked over? Because is there a limit on how much you can ask for this quarterback premium? Why hasn't he asked for 48 million? as a quarterback premium (laughs) what are the broncos gonna do say no uh, no or not you know right Like that's what isn't that what sam bradford got four years 48 million that was like the last yeah big contract if it wasn't even 60 i
3: think it may have been 60 maybe
2: maybe it was 60 why would you not ask for that why would uh kyler murray why would he ever sign a contract if you can ask for more money than the scale says
3: i i wonder what that what the premium means
2: to me, it means you can ask for whatever you want, and the whole scale doesn't matter. It means a rookie thing is just a sham. And agents should be fired all over the place because <laughs> they left money on the table. Kyler Murray would have had the Arizona Cardinals by the balls. Oh, yeah. Saying, what are you going to do? You already traded Josh Rosen. <laughs>
4: what
2: are you going to do? You either give me my $60 million quarterback premium bonus, or you guys are, are SOL. Yep. Yeah, this whole thing is so dumb. It it. So how will it end? I really don't know. I think it ends with. I guess it has to end. There's two ways, and we we've kind of already covered it. Way one. Dalton signs, comes in. John says, "Contract's on the desk. Come get it whenever you want it." Yep. Or he just says, "This is stupid," which is what he should say. <laughs> here's here's one hundred fifty for you, Drew. Here's one hundred and fifty <laughs> for you. Dalton, you ended up with one more well, Here's $150,000 and 1 and 1. <laughs> so you can have one more dollar than Drew. Yeah. What are Drew Are
3: Drew and Dalton they have a, are they texting right now? Their agents probably should be. They, hey, let's just let's just get an extra couple 100,000 out of these Broncos. But I mean,
2: are Drew and Dalton like, dude, what if we miss Coach Fangio's gonna be pissed
3: and that's just such the weird dynamic especially for these guys this is their first time really interacting with agents and putting their life in their hands and their well-being in their hands so i bet they're saying okay we're just gonna go with you i mean drew's with caa that's a very established firm they know what they're doing so i he's probably just saying i trust in you and also probably a little bit of training camp sucks it's
2: gonna be 90 degrees (laughs) it's gonna be hot if you can miss a week,
3: what a blessing. Yeah. I mean, if I could do the Gronk plan as a player, that sounds amazing. Not just say, I'm going to miss training camp. I'm going to miss the first 10 weeks of the season when it doesn't matter anyways. What if you could go on your grease trip right now? <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> Come back when things are in swing. I know Come back the a week rotation. of the first game. <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> I mean, the power completely lies in the hands of the players they have i mean there's probably something within them that's telling them like oh god what am i gonna miss right am i gonna be behind like that's how i used to feel uh my senior year of high school um i was like the captain of the golf team and you were technically only supposed to play in one tournament a week all the tournaments are on weekdays you miss a whole day of school oh but our team was pretty weak on the back end so my coach was just like can you play in all the tournaments?" And so I would play in two to three tournaments a week. So I was missing two to three days wow, of class. That's
3: amazing. Every week. That's amazing. In,
2: in my head I'm like, Oh God, what am I gonna miss? How is it going and then I'm like, wait, I don't right. have to go to class, why do I care? <laughs> exactly. And in the end the 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 administration at the school gave me helped me out a little bit <laughs> when I got back to class and I was, you know, had like a four percent because I didn't I wasn't there for any of the in class projects. But the anything. golf game's good. Yeah. Could have been better. I always I always wish I played a little better my senior year. Oh, the
3: golf game. I mean, it, it, that's something you carry now. Dude, I was golfing on Sunday. Did I tell this story yesterday? I don't
2: think I did. I haven't heard it. Take a swing. Crush a drive. All of a sudden, the head of my driver no, just goes flying with the ball.
3: No. <laughs> kid you not?
2: Just launches. The new driver from U Chain. <laughs> it just it, so I got to I got to get with what Callaway. went further, the ball or the, the head? The ball went really far,
0: which oh, is crazy. Wow. Like it was
2: like a broken bat home run. Wow. The ball was like 280 down the right side of the fairway. I never saw the ball. Luckily, the guy who was playing with us, his eyes was on the ball because my eyes, all of a sudden, I just see a giant black thing <laughs> oh. soaring through the air. <laughs> no. I'm like, what? The crazy part is it went into like the, dark, the like long native grass. It took me like five minutes just to find the head of the driver.
3: Wow. Unbelievable. You don't want to put a ball in there. What do you mean? In that grass? If you can barely oh, find the, the head of a driver? Did you see the snake? No, I don't want to see a snake. Don't <laughs> show me a snake. Uh, there's a, about a six-foot snake on one of the tee boxes. Nope. my The head would have been, been <laughs> smacked. The head's actually, gone. I would have been, I'd have been oh, no. <laughs> All you got is a stick. <laughs> I would have been done.
2: Crazy part, I parred the hole. Wow. Broken bat home run. Wow. It was a weird day. What did you the do the course. rest of
3: the course? Uh, you got up, by up and
2: down. Well, for the rest of the course, I just used my buddy's driver. He wasn't afraid you were gonna rip his head off too. I did, it wasn't my fault. I hit a good ball. <laughs> I hit a good like. That's the that's like my evidence. Cause I didn't know what happened. I'm like looking at the ground. I'm like, did I hit the ground? Right. Where's the ball? And the cause like everything happened so fast. I just kind of like blacked <laughs> out. You know. And the guy behind me is like, oh. It was, the ball's down the right side of the fairway. I outdrove everyone in the group. So it's, it's not like I hit the ball poorly. Right. Like I like skimmed the ground or somehow bent wow. something.
3: So is the club
2: done? Yeah. I mean, I talked to someone in the pro shop. They're like, oh, if you just deal with the manufacturer, they'll just send you a new one, especially since it's new. Right. Insane. Woo. Craziest thing that's ever happened to me on a golf course, except for seeing that six-foot snake.
3: Yeah, no way. I'm not giving you my drivers, though. I'm keeping those it's myself. not my fault <laughs>
2: it's clearly a manufacturer error i was hit, i just started hitting it so well too sounds like it i hit one like 320 like two holes before
3: <sighs> i was feeling so good if you didn't break the head of the driver it probably would have been another 320
2: i was really a, was really a mess too after that i like, bet you were just,
3: couldn't Talk stop. about a Thank mental you. game going wrong.
2: Yeah, everything was went awry after that. How did we start talking about <laughs> uh, this? I don't know. <laughs> oh, wait, I was talking about <laughs> senior year golf. Which how do we start talking about that? Um, the fear of missing practice. Oh right,
3: right. So, and so you said long rabbit hole or snake hole, if you will. No, uh, no, no snake holes. Not talking about that. This thing, dude. No, stop. So big. I don't even want to think <laughs> biggest, about it. Biggest one I've ever seen in person. Stop it. <laughs> I was really hoping a
2: hawk would like swoop down and grab it. That would have been so cool. And then the snake probably just would have eaten the hawk. That would have been even crazier. <laughs> another, last thing. Another hole that day. Drove it into the native grass. Hit my next shot. Tried to hit it out of the native grass. This is par five. Didn't get it out of the native grass. Hit my next shot. Hit it far. Went back into the native grass. (laughs) So, one, two, three. My fourth shot. Chip it out of the native grass onto the green. Put it in. For a par. wow i was like this is, and it was like a long play i was like that's the dumbest hole ever is that the best feeling par you've ever had for sure i was like that's the dumbest golf is so dumb like <laughs> like my my buddy hit his drive in the fairway hit a nice second shot and then like three and then like i think he just two putted and he got a six and I, got, I was like that is so dumb what a weird sport okay why don't we take a break when we come back on the other side we'll get to your questions maybe Maybe there'll be some news regarding this this contract dispute getting settled.
0: The Colorado Golf Association was founded in 1915 with the purpose of representing, promoting, and serving the best interests of golf in Colorado. A CGA membership costs $59.95 yearly, and it gives you access to member offers, discounts, events and programs, a 20% discount on green fees at Common Ground Golf Course, and so much more.
1: The best feature of Common Ground is that it's owned by the Colorado Golf Association, and that changes everything because our mission is to use Common Ground as a Laboratory for creative programs, innovative programs that will grow the game, that will introduce it to a wider audience. It's hard to put your finger on what makes a golf course fun. Uh, it's challenge, but it's also playable, and it's a great value.
0: That was Ed Mate, executive director of the Colorado Golf Association. He has worked with the CGA for over 30 years now. The CGA is currently conducting its third annual Dream Golf Vacation Raffle in partnership with the Bandon Dunes Resort.
1: For $20, you can enter a raffle to win at the Bandon Dunes Resort wonderful dream vacation that includes six rounds of golf on all three golf courses. Started selling raffle tickets a couple weeks ago and we'll draw the lucky winner here later this summer.
0: For a chance to win, enter at coloradogolf.org/bandon
2: I'm sure that Greece was fantastic. But you missed out on a big big day here at bsn sounds like the coolest day i talked about it a little bit last week after it happened but i just i gotta tell we went to breckenridge brewery we got free beer tried like all of their beers especially the strawberry sky you have to try the strawberry mm-hmm. sky it's life changing mm-hmm. um and i've already got a bunch of people tweeting at me being like you're so right like <laughs> it's the perfect <laughs> summer beer it's so good um so first of all you got to try that then we got to see if we can get you hooked up because everyone that went got just decked out in Breck gear. Like, I've got Breck gear for days. I cannot believe the load you got. It's insane. I mean, we're talking headphones, Nike stuff, Ooh. polos, Ooh-hoo. t-shirts. So it's gonna be. I
3: could go probably two straight weeks without wearing anything but Breckenridge gear. So you've got your training camp gear, that and the and, and BSN gear.
2: Yep, BSN shirts. Breck shirts, and the occasional, you know, golf shirt. I'm so jealous. I'm
3: so jealous. Beer and gear. I mean, it's not quite,
2: you know, a salad with a block of four (laughs) inches of feta cheese, but it was pretty great.
3: (laughs) Beer and gear. What
2: could be better? Beer and gear. That should be, uh, I like that.
3: That could be like a bike thing.
2: I'm telling you guys, though, um, we found the the beer locator. If you go on Breck's website, you can find, like, where they carry each Mm. beer near you. Yep. Whatever you try from them is going to be fantastic. If you can get your hands on the Strawberry Sky, like you should buy as much as you can. I'm but doing that. Just sell your liquor store out of it and just stock the fridge.
3: I, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Got to go find some Strawberry Sky. You will,
2: I mean, you won't have any problem finding it here. In fact, we're only a 10-minute drive away from the, the, the brewery itself. If yep. you want to just go down there to the farmhouse, have some lunch, yep. have a Strawberry Sky out on the porch. <laughs> it's truly fantastic. It's tempting. All right, the people didn't even know you were going to be back, so you kind of you you probably missed out on your welcome back stuff. <laughs> people were saying welcome back to you yesterday. Ah, really? Just dis- they were really disappointed that you weren't here.
3: <laughs> They'll get all week to welcome me back. In
2: fact, you mentioned this to me this morning. We're we're gonna have, I mean, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, what, nine straight days of podcasts. Yep, no breaks.
3: Broncos are back tomorrow. Training camp starts Thursday, and they have five straight days of camp. So we could have actually just skipped the podcast I said like this is our weekend, but I feel
2: like people count on having this for like yeah. their drive to work or their drive home or whatever. And I was like, you know what we, we need to give the people. It's a Tuesday. the people need a podcast. So just get ready for some weekend pods. So yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna have your Zach fix <laughs> by the end of this thing. All right, well, let's hop into the questions here. Uh, and the first one comes in from Jack Double Magnum. says, I know you guys have talked a lot about Drew Locke already this offseason, but I was just curious what you think Elway and the coaching staff need to see from him this training camp.
3: Well, they need, him to, this, need this, to see him.
2: This is topical. <laughs> they need, what do they need to see from him? Uh, his body him. on the field. <laughs> he goes on. Uh, Since he was a second-rounder, he won't have the fifth-year option that most franchise quarterbacks have being first-round picks, so we'll already have a condensed sample size for the Broncos to review. Another good point why he needs to be out there. (laughs) Along with not having a fifth-year option, they're openly giving him this year as a redshirt year to develop, so that pushes him back another year. My question uh, or point is that it actually seems like it could be a really important training camp for Locke to show improvement and give the coaching staff faith that he can be the future especially when considering that the 2020 draft is going to be a good one for quarterbacks. If Locke doesn't show much to be desired for this offseason season slash season, it doesn't seem like there'd be much stopping Elway from taking Justin Herbert, Jake Fromm, or Tua if they're sitting there available on draft day next year. Thoughts? Thanks for continuing to make these long spring summer months tolerable during the NFL downtime. Love the pod and listen every day. Thanks fellas. See, we couldn't let Jack down. He was, he would have been devastated if there wasn't a pod today. And we
3: love hearing from you, Jack Double Magnum and boy, I think this training camp and preseason include that is huge for Drew Locke. I said it earlier, but but I'll, I'll dive in a little deeper. I think if Drew Locke comes out and is on fire it, for, for most of training camp and in the preseason, he's the guy. Whether it's week one of next year, or whether it's week 17 this year just to get his feet wet, or whether it's week seven, if the Broncos come out two and four and Joe Flacco is struggling, or the Broncos just straight up come out two and four. He's their guy, and, and that will be known by everyone, just like the Chiefs. Of course, Patrick Mahomes was their guy, and that was known even a little more because he was, you know, number 10 overall pick. They traded two first-round picks to get him. But if he comes out and he's slow and he's throwing interceptions left and right and in the preseason he doesn't look good and there really is a battle for that backup quarterback spot, well, then Joe can breathe. Because if the Broncos start two and four, Joe's still the guy. At the end of the season, if it's, you know, if they're not really in it, but they just want to see what Joe can do because they don't have confidence in Drew, then they're going to let Joe go. They're going to let him continue. Then they may keep Joe for next year to have him compete in training camp. So I think this training camp is huge for Drew. <laughs> and obviously, it starts with being there. Just you saying about uh, bringing Joe Flacco in to
2: compete for next year's training camp. Realize we're probably going to have to deal with a Joe Flacco holdout if that's the case. <laughs> like this year, he's uh, trying to get in the good graces of the organization. Next year, if if he feels like he's going to have to compete for a spot, remember, if he was to lose the competition for the starting job, they'll just mark Sanchez him. Yep. Oh,
3: you're not the starter? You're not here at all, my guy. See ya. He can't allow that to happen. Weren't we supposed to be done with quarterback drama when they signed Case Keenum? Sure. <laughs> Like, he, he was supposed to end all the drama we had here. And obviously that didn't do anything. And then when they traded for Joe, that was supposed to kind of calm the nerves that there was going to be more quarterback drama. Now we just get more. It's the quarterbacks. They're the problem. They're just drama <laughs>
2: drama magnets. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. Drew Locke has to do something to instill some confidence here, right? Like, he can't just go Pax and Lynch it. No. And just, and just not take a step forward. He's got to
3: – he's just got to look okay. Especially going against backups and third-string guys. And, uh, Very true. I hope not fourth-string guys come the Hall of Fame game, but maybe. We were looking at it. The backup quarterback –
2: the, ba- the third-string quarterback in last year's Hall of Fame game threw, like, 34 pass attempts. So maybe that's actually the best-case scenario. They, like, say Kevin Hogan's a starter – of that game just so they can play drew lock more right that's fine with me
3: just get get him the reps please get him the reps he's got to see the
2: reps all right next one comes in from ryan roberts he says hey guys longtime listener but i barely comment just wanted to say thanks for everything the bsn network is awesome and the broncos are a huge part of my daily routine like i'm getting past a note here well there we go yep right, we knew it was gonna we knew it was coming, it was coming. <laughs> yep yep this is this is the uh, advantage of being in the office. You get past notes. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. The Broncos have agreed with Dalton Reisner, so the ball's in Drew Locke's court. Huge, huge. That was one of our scenarios, right? Yep. There, I, we never talked about a scenario where Drew Lock signed first.
3: No. So now we're we're seeing what what happens. did they give this bonus to Dalton Reisner? Probably not. It'd be kind of annoying if um, this whole thing gets
2: settled before we even finish this podcast. <laughs>
3: it, we got to pump this thing out. we got to keep <laughs> get going. All
2: right. So he says, anyways, from Ryan Roberts, he says, you're a huge part of my daily routine. Exactly. Another person that we couldn't let down today. He said, I heard a couple comments today about living in enemy territory and streaming, and I thought I'd chime in. I live in Lake Tahoe, California, so it's Niner slash Raider territory, and the BSN network is my favorite part of feeling in tune with Bronco country. It's exactly what we wanted to do. He says, I hate TV and will not pay them any money. But hands down, Sunday Ticket is your best option for streaming. But if you're like me and cynical of DirecTV, I have found using a VPN is an unreal option. You can use a basic online streaming source for TV and then choose where your IP address locates you so you can pick up local Colorado networks to get every game. It works way better uh, than Broncos, Reddit, or any streaming options I've found. Thanks for the community and constant news, insight, and laughter. You guys are awesome. Go Broncos. That sounds like an awesome idea. I'm way not smart enough to know what any of that meant. But if – I forget who asked yesterday what the what, – for advice on this. Reach out to Ryan Roberts. I'm sure he will help you out. If you just comment, whatever, I'm, you guys can exchange emails or whatever, and he can teach you the ways.
3: Yeah, we love all the information. Love rolling – that you're rolling with us, Ryan. Next one coming in from Kodiak No Fly Zone. He says, my guy RFK killing it on the big time, man. Look like a real pro. So happy for you. Gave the 201 review on iTunes five stars. Just wanted to congratulate you and say I'm proud to be part of BSN. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> uh,
2: uh, 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 no, uh, I, t- I teased it a little <laughs> bit yesterday, um, as Henry would love me to say, that I was going to be on a television program. <laughs>
4: uh,
2: uh, uh. And uh, it's pretty cool. So Mondays at 6.30 p.m., if you live in Colorado or if you have one of those fancy v p n things <laughs> uh, uh, uh. tune into channel twenty uh or i think it's k t v d uh if you need to know the uh the combination of letters there tune in to that tune into channel twenty and uh you'll see me along with some other Broncos beat reporters breaking down the latest headlines that is too you'll cool you you know a TV up now. a little bit t
3: v star <clears throat> TV,
2: podcast, writing, <laughs> photos, video, whatever you need. You know, I'm a jack of all trades. What's next? What is there anything else I can do? Do I have to, like, go into a different industry? <laughs> uh,
3: uh, uh, maybe that's next.
2: I think I'm good here. The beer industry. Oh, I could get involved. Mm. They actually, uh, when we were at Breck, they were saying, like, sometimes they do blind taste tests with, like, n- people who aren't very, like, into beer or, like, knowing right. what it is and just ask, like, take a sip of this and just tell us what emotions it makes you feel <laughs> we're like <laughs> call us up for that we're so in for that so maybe that's my next thing beer taster
3: that'd be a good title you want to get the next one coming in from gh G- humpback G. humpback <laughs> i couldn't 55. have got that more wrong <laughs> he says you hey heard guys. about the,
2: you were here for the humpback chubs right i don't think so you're gone for yeah the, the humpback chubs debacle you gotta
3: tell me about it
2: wow You've been gone forever. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right. Basically, what happened, the Bron- uh, Sorry, the Rockies single A affiliate in Grand Junction, they are known as the Grand Junction Rockies, which okay. is pretty lame, right? Yes. Like, you've got, like, the Albuquerque Isotopes yep. and the <laughs> Hartford Yard Goats. Yep. <clears throat> Anyways, everyone in, well, some people in Grand Junction decided, like, that's not that's not representative of grand junction it's it's lame it's way too regular so they proposed a petition that they be called the grand junction humpback chubs because <laughs> do you know what that is do you know what a humpback chub is no because that yeah, is need a to google it no oh yeah sure you can uh that is a fish That is native to Colorado, especially in Grand Junction that you can, you know, a lot of people catch when they go fishing up there. Fantastic idea, in my opinion. (laughs) For some reason, the official Grand Junction Rockies account tweeted, like, we have no interest in changing our name. And in fact, it is offensive and a uh, innuendo for a boner. To call us the Chubbs. Oh like they literally tweeted that, gosh. or an erection, I think is what they said. Oh
3: my gosh!
2: And ever, of course, that just made the whole thing go viral. Deadspin article, awful announcing. <laughs> Everyone's tweeting about it. Like now, you've got commenters on VSN called the humpback Chubbs. <laughs> you've got people on Twitter who say like diehard humpback Chubbs fans. There's a shirt out that you can get, which is actually sick. We should have done it. Um, that has like a little a little fish on it. It says. Humpback Chubb, Grand Junction <laughs> Humpback Chubbs. So that was... I forgot to catch you up on a lot. We had to catch wow. Zach up on Angry Bagel Guy earlier yeah, today. Yeah, I no idea who that was. You leave for a week and... <sighs> Apparently. Somehow you were still, like, tweeting Bronco's news, though. <laughs> okay, anyways, now that we've got the boner talk out of the now, way. Th- thanks for explaining that <laughs> to me. <laughs> okay. Do you want to... Should I, should I let you go back to your comment that you were reading? Sure.
3: He says, hey, guys, to start off, I... F- I- I'm struggling, Ryan. He says, to start off, I wanted to say my wife has turned me into an avid Bachelorette watcher. Welcome to the family, baby. Last night, everyone with Dish Network in the Western Slope lost all local channels. So needless to say, I missed Fantasy Suites, and will hopefully get to watch it when it hits on demand. Keep the Bachelorette contest going. Content. So it- content going. So is this why someone asked you not to spoil it? There- he didn't ask. I just, in res- as res- as respect
2: for... My guy here and, of course, the Grand Junction Humpback Chubs. I didn't want to spoil anything about, you know, the, uh, the Bachelorette and any Humpback Chub action that might have been going on. on there.
3: <laughs> in the fantasy suite, some Humpback Chub action. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Wow. Oh, God. He says, you guys are completely correct when you speak about Strawberry Sky's refreshing cold snackability. Right? I bought a case Friday night and loved every sip. Told you.
2: The people are trusting in us. I wouldn't give you a bad beer recommendation. That's like a sin. Oh, it is. It's, I
3: mean, the snackability. Cold snackability. That. Oh.
2: that is the number one most important thing for me when when finding a beer. What is your cold snackability rating? <laughs> Telling you, Strawberry Sky is a 10 out of 10 cold snackability. 12 out of 10, maybe. Maybe. This is something that you could drink for an entire day. And the best part of it, well, maybe not. Because it's a little stronger than a, mm-hmm. than a Coors Light might be. But... It's just one that when you're just out on the porch, golf course, you're fishing for humpback chubs, (laughs) this is what you want. This is what you want in the cooler.
3: You're out of training camp. Day 19 comes around.
2: I've always felt like we should get some lawn chairs Mm -hmm. for training camp.
3: You know what they say, though, Ryan.
2: (laughs) No sitting at practice. (laughs) Oh, my God. Could you imagine the look we would get? if we, we have umbrellas showed up with an umbrella with a stand and you know the like tailgating chairs yeah you ever seen the ones that have the, the footrest Yep. oh yeah two we just get out there and you kind of just whoosh, you know what i'm saying you just kind of <laughs> open the chair plop it down open the umbrella a cooler, cooler full yep. strawberry skies <laughs> we'd be living the best how life. long would,
3: how long would that last Twelve seconds. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we do have a tent, which is mm, essentially is I. That's the umbrella. I dealt with that. Oh, good. Yep. We got it. I did. I locked up. Usually, you have to like tell me to do things. <laughs> I did that on my own without you. I'm proud of you. So we have our tent, probably going to be right next to the speakers again. No,
3: it's okay. It's a it's a tent.
2: Yep. Um, so maybe we just bring the lawn chairs in there. Mm. That's like our personal space. Our, I don't know if anyone can
3: mess with that. Yeah, we own that space. That's, yeah, we.
2: we yeah. We're leasing it,
3: and we'll get the little umbrella hats too. Ooh, yeah! How about the beer hats? <laughs> yes. Put a couple <laughs> strawberry skies in there. We got it down. Hmm. That'll be a fun day. we take
2: taking training camp to a new level this <laughs>
3: year. <laughs> the content will be entertaining.
2: Training camp presented by Breckenridge Brewery. Mm. It's gonna be great. All right. He we'll goes get questions. To his questions
3: one. I heard about the news that Orange and Blue 760 was taken off the air. What would it take for BSN to get that own daily time on radio? Or their own daily time on radio? What do you think of the quality 760 put out on a daily basis? Why would you want us on the radio? You
2: can listen to us anytime you want. Anywhere. Anytime, anywhere. We're in your pocket. We're at your house. We're in your Alexa. We're on your computer. You can put us at half speed. Yeah, you can hear us sound drunk, you can put us fast and hear us sound like we're on drugs. Had a, yeah, had a couple extra coffees. You could you have a hundred percent why would you ever want us to be on the radio? Yeah. Once you've listened to a podcast, you realize like what, what is the point of the radio convenience. Yeah. You never you will never miss anything.
3: Nope.
2: Doesn't matter when you get out of your car to like put gas in. Yep. Just pause. Yep
3: can't do that with the radio
2: you don't want us on the radio no. you got us right here no um what did you think of the quality 760 put out on a daily basis? i must admit i found podcasts um so i didn't listen but i will say i was a guest on there with a couple times and i did hear some of the interviews they did with like john elway and whatnot and i will say i think that uh mace ryan edwards and steve atwater had a great show yep um but i can't I I can't critique anything that they were doing because I just didn't listen
3: enough. We are surrounded by Broncos, everything, all the time. So it's not something I'm tuning into all the time either. Just to be completely honest.
2: Yeah, I'm throwing on Business Wars. That's my new one mm. when I hop in the uh, when I hop in the car. I want to hear something. I want to learn something. Uh, but I- I'm bummed for the people that work there. I know yeah. like. Especially those three guys, yeah. they had so much fun. Like it reminded me of our podcast. Just knowing how how much fun they had together. Oh yeah. Um. So I, I, I do feel sorry for those guys, but <clears throat> hopefully they'll you know put a podcast together. Maybe There's nothing stopping them from doing that.
3: Maybe he goes on second question. I wanted to know if you have been to a couple staples. I always go to when I head to your side of the mountains. I used to t- got some vacation brain going on. <laughs> I do. Over there. I used to travel to Boulder two times a week, every week for work, and would always make sure to eat at two places. For dinner, I would eat at Lulu's Barbecue in Louisville. And then immediately follow up with Sweet Cow. Those two are both amazing and worth driving any amount of distance to eat. Thanks, guys, and excited for training camp. I can for
2: sure say as we don't have any uh ice cream sponsors on this <laughs> podcast, maybe we should have sweet cow. Sweet cow is by far the best. Like uh, like with all due respect to Little Man, I walk by, there's like a 300-person line, and, <laughs> and there's going to be a line at Sweet Cow, but it's probably going to be like 50. And I'm like, that is a way better option.
3: I have a little inside to, uh, to it, Sweet Cow.
2: And Allie chimes in.
3: They also have vegan ice cream. They have, they have everything. My cousin is like the area manager for Sweet Cow. So I'm always getting hooked up with the early flavors. Uh, You know, I I could add a flavor if I wanted. I could suggest a flavor. She's back there creating them all. We're talking about like. Sounds like maybe we have a connection right here. Here we go. I
2: got it. A little collaboration between Sweet Cow, Mm. BSN, and Breckenridge Brewing. The Strawberry Sky ice cream. The Strawberry
3: Sky ice cream. Ooh. there it is now we're thinking get that phone out are we talking uh chunks of strawberry i mean h- how do you do a beer i don't know they did uh at breck they did strawberry sky popsicles mm.
2: so it's it's been there's frozen strawberry sky treats that exist
3: oh man let's do it
2: hook us up with, at least get us the, the, the partnership Oh, yeah, I think we need to. I didn't
3: know you were a big sweet cow guy. I I, mean, I
2: love sweet cow. I'm completely biased. I used to be when I actually <laughs> had sweets. Uh, uh, well, that's true. But uh we have like the sweet cow sweet take of the week.
3: What about just a uh what about just a cream-based ice cream? What do you mean? Like it's just heavy whipping cream <laughs> with I'm trying to think of what flavor you could put in without it being sweet. Can, that's what I need from you get them to make a keto friendly ice cream. Oh. It seems be, on brand for them. Colorado. It does. It does. Like
2: oh. I think are they based out of Louisville? Yep.
3: Yeah, the first one. And they're all in de- all in Colorado. Man. Keto cream. Would that be uh would that be revolutionary? Um there's ones that
2: you can get at the store that have like low ish carbs. So I can have like one spoonful.
3: Right. Yeah, the serving size is a, a tablespoon, and and there's 35 grams of carbs. in here. who has a serving size of two scoops of ice cream?
2: You always got to be careful with that. But no, it'll be like, it'll be like six car. Or it'll be like six carbs in like half a cup, which half a cup is basically like half a scoop. Oh, uh,
3: in Greece, oh, I God. had. I knew. See, I I, es- t- I predicted this. <laughs> Espresso poured over ice cream. So it's just frothy and so delicious on its own, but then they put heavy whipping cream foam on top. It was we, we were gonna go out and get lunch after, but that was my meal because it. I mean, just so much fat. It was amazing.
2: Gotta love coffee as a meal substitute. <laughs> yes. If I didn't know that it was a like a, a rule that you had to eat food, I could just keep drinking coffee all day and just never eat anything. <laughs> Uh, some details here on Dalton Reisner real quick. Signing bonus of 3.2 million. Don't know where that ranks. <laughs> Don't know if he got the the quarterback premium bonus there. Total deal worth a little more than seven million. First two years fully guaranteed. Was that the sweetener?
3: The mm, left guard sweetener?
2: Just the sweet cow sweetener?
3: <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm really trying to pump up this potential partnership here, John. Tomorrow, John, what got it? What got the deal done? Well, we offered him the sweet cow sweetener. (laughs) Probably would be enough for Dalton. He's like, wait, wait, wait. What are you talking about? He's like, can I get some food for my raccoon? His agent's like, no, Dalton, don't listen. Dalton's like, no, where do I sign? My raccoon loves ice cream. Um,
2: So, yeah, I don't know what that means for Drew Locke, but at least one part of this is solved. I hope the next part waits at least like four hours to get solved. I hope so. Um, Let's get back to the questions where were we
3: where were we is a good question
2: oh uh yeah so sweet cow definitely amazing lulu's barbecue i've had once or twice interesting there used to be a lulu's barbecue in boulder which was owned by a different guy and that was my favorite but it was a totally different place which is kind of weird anyways next one here comes in from lone star bronco he says hey guys congrats to rk on the tv spot don't get too big and forget us all never so it's not a big Bachelorette fan, but like always, you guys can make anything interesting. I'm telling you, if you just watched, you would you'd fall for it. It. It's a trap, but it's a trap that you can embrace and
3: enjoy. It's the only reality TV show I've ever watched.
2: Me too. I mean, I was just saying like earlier today, people were like, oh, do you watch Jersey Shore? This or that. I'm like, no, no, no. I only have room for one trash TV show in my heart. <laughs> and the Bachelorette has me in the cycle now because they just... Take yeah, uh. one person who didn't win on that season, and they make them the next Bachelor slash Bachelorette, and you are, you are you're hooked. You already have it. You know that person. You know their, their their quirks and their
3: tells and all that stuff. And then BIP comes in, and and then and then it's the next one. It's good stuff. It's amazing. Get in on
2: it. Get in on the cycle. Embrace it. Anyways, he says, my thoughts come back to the zone versus power blocking scheme. Do you think the changeup will? Uh, help or hurt the current roster guys. I think Reisner flourishing due to his football IQ, but I'm afraid it will make things even more difficult for gumballs. (laughs) He seems to be more of a brawler and less intellectual, or will the zone scheme help uh, keep him from getting beat physically? Could he possibly get worse? The, The run stuff is not a worry. The run stuff is easy for these guys. They are pretty stacked when it comes to run blocking. Yeah. So I'm not worried. I mean, maybe, they t- maybe a guy like Garrett Bowles isn't quite as um, productive in the run game, but I think they're going to be fine from a run game perspective, and that doesn't affect pass blocking.
3: Mm-hmm. If Mike Munchak
2: can just teach him how to pass block, everything's going to be fine.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, I'm worried about off the edges, Joe Flacco not being able to do anything. Because guys are coming off the edge. I'm not worried about Philip Lindsay not having the holes and Royce Freeman not having the holes. I think
2: both Phillip and Royce are going to benefit greatly from the zone scheme.
3: Yeah, I Both agree. of
2: them have the vision and the bounce-back ability. All right, he goes, What pros and cons can present themselves from switching to power and zone and vice versa? What one player do you think will benefit the most and be hurt the most by the coaching changer scheme? Can be any position. Uh, thanks, keep it up. We love Hankry, but Miss Zach, well, you got your wish. <laughs> um... Thank you, Lone Star Bronco. I appreciate that. So the one thing that can hurt is if you don't have the personnel to run that type of scheme. But most of these guys are athletics. They didn't really load up on the power guys. Maybe Ron Leary um could be hurt by that. He's more of a straight downhill type of guy than, yeah. you know, kind of the the side to side stuff that you do in the zone scheme. Uh but Again, the run, don't worry about I'm not worried about the
3: run blocking. So are we talking specifically who's going to benefit the most um, from this just about the, the offensive line mm-hmm. and, the, and the run? I think Philip Lindsey is going to thrive, man. Can you imagine him on those cutbacks? It, that's exactly it. I think he's going Get to... Get the whole defense
2: flowing one way, boom, he's gone.
3: I think he has something that is very difficult to find, and that's patience and Le'Veon Bell. That's what makes Le'Veon Bell... Incredible and it's so fun. It's an art to watch Le'Veon Bell play. I think Philip Lindsay's got that. I think he understands. Let my guys do the work, let my guys do the just work. Acceleration let my guys do the so work. Good. And then boom, exactly. The acceleration, the speed, he has the vision. I think uh, he's gonna be and then and then for anyone that th- that says, Ah, Philip Lindsay, you know, can't run between the tackles, well, I mean, he proved you wrong last year. But this is just gonna show that so much. Man, you just got me
2: excited. Thinking about him hitting these cutback lanes or yeah. going all the way back. Yep. The thing that you need, if, patience only works if you have acceleration. Because <clears throat> the guys who can't accelerate as fast, they need to make sure they're at top speed when they hit the hole. Mm-hmm. So, so they have to hope that the hole is going to be there when they get there. A guy like Phil can drift, 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 see the hole, and he's 0-60 to 60, faster than maybe anyone in the NFL.
3: The Broncos didn't. The Broncos offensive line didn't get enough credit for this last year. Phillip Lindsay had three yards before contact. It was the, the best for any running back uh, in the entire NFL last year. The Broncos offensive line didn't get enough credit for that. But that was also due to Phil, letting them do their thing instead of, you know. Running into their backs. Exactly, like Devontae Booker. Exactly. Or just saying, okay, I'm going to the A-gap. I got to get there right now. I got to get there right now. No, you don't have to. And then you know what? If if that gap is closed, kick it outside. Find where it's open.
2: When that backside linebacker over pursues, this could be game over. Yep. You go one step too far downhill with the blockers. Phil Lindsay, whoop. See ya. Out the backside. Gone.
3: Peace. Ooh,
2: that's exciting. It Ooh, is. that is exciting. It
3: is. It's a good comment there. Lone Star Bronco. Next one coming in from Vaughn, father of Tom. He says, these Madden ratings are straight disrespectful to not only the Broncos, but almost every team. How is Bradley Chubb only an 80? Flacco, a proven starting quarterback, a 74? Cortland Sutton, a 76? And for other teams around the league, Jarvis Landry is an 84, behind so many overrated players, such as Deshaun Jackson and aging Fitz. Cooper Cup, and many others. Denver is, based off the average team ratings, ranked as an 81 overall, which is the 21st team in the league. That's perfect, by the way. (laughs) It's the only thing I agree with. Here's where the shenanigans really start Philly and Dallas are the top two teams. I find this very hard to believe. Now, I assume this would be a we get mad Wednesday topic, but I figured that would be training camp topic. Yeah, John Elway's going to have to do something to
2: get us mad <laughs> tomorrow. <clears throat> um, you're right on a lot of cases here. Didn't we predict Flacco would be 78? I think we said he should yeah, be
3: 78. I don't have a problem with 74. I do. This is super bowl
2: MVP we're talking about.
3: Oh, okay, how long are we going to ride on that back for? For the rest of his career. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he's playing. <laughs> He's a 78. I have no problem with that. You're saying that he is be- no problem You're saying that he is below a C level. I like what I've seen from Joe Flacco this offseason. I think I'm going to like. I think we're really going to like what we see in training camp. We're going to have to pump our brakes a little bit. But until he comes out and does I'm calling it Calling
2: him the MVP first week. <laughs> Just name him now. Can, he could be comeback player of the year, right? Cuz he had an injury last year.
3: Oh, he's He's got the story to be come back yeah, of the year. That's happening. He's just going to have to th- do better than 21 touchdowns and 12 picks.
2: Yep. Last year he was on pace for uh 21 and 10, which would have been the best since 2014. Right. He's also on pace for 4300 yards, which have been a career high.
3: Yeah, that probably screams a 76. So right, he's being the, disrespected a little bit, but I I'm okay with it. The big disrespectful, the big disrespect here is is Bradley Chubb. Come this is a Pro
2: Bowl on. player. I mean, Come. I know he didn't make the Pro on. Bowl. Pro Bowl caliber player. Come Almost on. matched Von Miller's stats. Like, I, I went through, I was comparing them for a little article I was doing. He, like, he was right on with Von in every category. Tackles, tackles for loss. Not just sacks. Like, I thought I was going to look and be like, oh, but Von had, like, more tackles for loss. No. They were right next to each other in every category.
3: 86. That would be fair. Yep. That would be fair. If you were to say 90, I'd probably say a little too high uh, just because he did flutter out at the end of the season. If you were to say 89, I'd say, yeah, that's probably good. 86 is where he should be. I like that. 86. They missed it by six points.
2: That's a lot. That is a lot. That's six, 6% of 100. <laughs> uh, 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 very good. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I don't want to keep talking about Madden. We've gotten mad about Madden way too many times. Uh, from Steve Atwater Hall of Fame. What are your thoughts on Reisner and Locke holding out? Well, we definitely got to that. Is there any precedence for rookie holdouts? If so, uh, is it dollar amounts and contract language or contract language that are holding everything up? I hate to see either of them hold out because of Dalton's
3: importance to the O-line and Locke's future development. Well, we got one down. What's funny is typically now with the rookie contracts the way they're slotted, I, I guess apparently that's still a thing, is it typically is contract language. That's why this is interesting that it actually was the money part. Very interesting. All right, let's take
2: a final break here, Zach. And when we come back, we'll finish up the rest of these questions. What's up, guys? Ryan Konigsberg here, and I gotta tell you about the Blake Street Tavern. It's my favorite sports bar in town, as evidenced by the fact that we had our fantasy draft there. It's where I watched Super Bowl 48, it's where I watched CU win a Pac 12 basketball championship back in the day. Uh, it's the place to be for any sporting event. It's the biggest bar in town. I always joke you could land a 747 in there. It was named the National Sports Bar of the Year in 2017 by Nightclub and Bar Magazine. It wins Best Sports Bar in Denver seemingly every year from westward. Anyone else that's voting, it's the place to be. Uh, They've got great specials, and the food is out of this world. I recommend the nachos, the green chili fries, uh, the buffalo chicken wrap. You name it, they've got it. And the location is perfect. Just two blocks north of Coors Field, and they have parking. So go check out the Blake Street Tavern. Final segment here on the BSN Broncos podcast. We hope Drew Locke gets signed, just not – in the next hour, just please don't make our whole first segment obsolete.
3: Or yeah, the headline of this podcast can be "Sorry, Zoom Forward." <laughs>
2: I like that. BSN Broncos Podcast. Skip the first segment. That's, that is, is it, actually
3: people would probably listen.
2: That is one hundred percent what I'm naming if this <laughs> lock deal gets done before I post it. No doubt. All right, uh, comes next question comes in from Mile High, Kansen says, hey guys, if you haven't already, can you detail the issues surrounding <laughs> Reisner and Locke? No wonder so many questions came in in the last minute. Yeah, exactly. Why haven't they signed yet? We talked about it. So what happens? Does Drew Locke sign without the I deal? Think, I think we're going down the exact road that we detailed. John Elway says, we got the guy that we need. Mm-hmm. The only person that's hurting uh, is going to be hurt by Drew Locke not being out there is Drew Locke.
3: And so he just says... Contracts in your locker. Bring it up to my office when it's signed. And in that, uh, in the details of this contract, it didn't—it didn't seem like there was this big extra bonus for Dalton, did it? That—that that they're built in for for Drew Locke. I mean, we could. We're in the like office. It. There's some interns in here. We could get them to look up the rookie pay scale
2: for us, <laughs> so we know like where he <laughs> fell.
3: Yeah, I, I just, it's gonna be, Drew. You're not our guy this year, so. Come whenever you want to be here. That's what
2: I think, too. All right, next one's from Ubeni Lava. He says, what's with the cat references concerning Greece? Is that a thing? Like, is Greece known for having an abundance of feline activity? (laughs) That sounds awesome. I want to go there. Zach will have to fill us in. You heard all
3: about it. I'll fill you in even more. So at our hotel (laughs) where we were, there was... By the way, the
2: reason he asks this is because I kept being like, (laughs)
3: Oh. <laughs> I don't know where Zach is. I thought he was to be back today. I think he like became a cat guy and lives in Greece now. So I, I'm a cat guy. I, I love cats. I love dogs. I don't think you have to be a cat person or a dog person, even though you're strongly on the dog staunchly train. Staunchly a dog person.
2: It's not like, anything against cats.
3: Except you're allergic to them. Except I that, that,
2: that I'm... And just dogs are way better than cats. I guess that, I guess that is
3: you know, the point. Um, so I, I, lo- I love them. But our first night there at dinner... There's just three cats, it on the Chill patio him. of a restaurant, and uh, we're of course suckers to so start feeding it. Real quick, real quick. How did you pick out where you wanted, where you went? TripAdvisor, um, girlfriend, or she, where, she, where we went there, like, like just restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Like where yeah. you like? Oh, it's TripAdvisor. Did so much research, and I loved it. And my girlfriend's like, thank goodness, because I think most people hate that stuff. And I'm like, no, I love the research. So yeah, TripAdvisor was do a big one. Do you want to plan out my travel for I'd me? I'd love to. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to go to the John
2: Mayer concert when I'm in Canton. Let's do it. Oh, wow. It's in Detroit, oh. which is a three-hour drive. You're a big John guy? Oh, my God. I love John Mayer <laughs> with all of my heart.
3: Three hours away? Yeah.
2: Is he not coming to Denver? He's going to Aspen, but he's playing in a like a festival there. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to catch any John Mayer festival set. I need the whole concert.
3: He, that he's ticket.
2: Like, I need that like 45 minute garbage.
3: That ticket will be more than just flat out flying to Detroit, staying in a hotel, and getting your ticket. Yeah,
2: and I was looking at like L.A. Maybe I I, I need to see this tour.
3: When it, What day is it? Broncos play Thursday. The concert's on Friday oh night. Oh, my gosh. Come on.
2: It sets up perfectly. I know. But I have to, I'd have to rent a car. There's no way to take, like, a bus or anything.
3: There's no Indianapolis treatment? No combine bus?
2: No. That's what I was like. I was like, <laughs> oh, I guess bus up to Detroit. Right. But it's going to be like, have you ever seen that movie Detroit Rock City? No. Oh.
3: Of course not. Well, that's a shame. <laughs>
2: I, it's one of those movies that I've probably watched 60 times.
3: Ooh. I've never even heard of it. Oh, my God. It's so Detroit good. Detroit Rock
2: City? Yeah. It's like... It's like a KISS movie, kind of. Okay. Essentially about some kids who really, like, really, really, really want to go to the KISS concert in Detroit. Um, and so they like, it's just their adventures. Their adventures as they try to get there. <laughs> That's going to be me. It's going to be you walking to Detroit. I'm like calling in the radio stations trying to win tickets. <laughs> Anyways, you were talking about cats.
3: Oh, yes. Cats. So outside of our hotel room, there was kind of this field not really a field there was one litter of kittens up in like 12 feet above the ground i kid you not and they just scaled the wall every time they went up in their hole and then there behind us there was another litter of kittens and then there was just four or five random adult cats that kind of just hung around this area and that's there, there were just blocks of all these cats all around the all around the town how does this happen I don't know. Why aren't there why aren't
2: there wild cats in Colorado?
3: I have no idea. Or like anywhere you don't see it. We went to another town uh on the same island, same thing. Just stray cats everywhere.
2: Maybe cats are just they are very like cultured. <laughs> so they're all the wild cats are probably like, "Yo, we got to go to Greece. It's lit."
3: <laughs> and they're also tiny.
2: Lots of cheese there? I think cats Lots like cheese. Lots of cheese. Oh, they like cheese. <laughs> they
3: like cheese and my meat. They not like cheese. Your- <laughs> <not laughs> No, not my meat. The meat that was <laughs> on my sandwiches. <laughs> oh, are you Maybe they liked my cheese too. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but we were we were always afraid to feed them with like the restaurant owners seeing mm. or the hotel owners seeing because we didn't be like no no
2: no no right
3: exactly we don't want them coming back so we would always be so sketched out about it, but no one cared because they the, live there and everyone does that. I think the cats. Are in charge. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you do know cats pretty well. Yeah. Cats are in charge. Yeah, you are not the cat's <laughs> owner. The cat
2: is your owner. It's exactly right. <laughs> That's why I don't like them. I, it's a power thing. They don't respect me enough. Like my my dogs. Yeah. They're very loyal. Yeah. They look at me and they're like, "You are my leader." Yeah. Anything that you say, I believe. <laughs> That's an amazing thing. Cats are like, I don't know what you're up to over there, but I don't like it. Yeah, you're, you're right. I can't disagree with that. All right. Anyways, he goes on. This comment is responding to the subscriber from Vegas yesterday. I would be willing to bet that there will be more Broncos fans at those Raiders games than Raiders fans. Broncos fandom notoriously travels well, and I'm guessing that it's going to be even truer concerning games in Vegas. I know for me personally, I'm going to go to every Broncos game in Vegas once that move happens. Travel there is relatively inexpensive, and come on, it's Vegas. It's already a destination. Wasn't I just talking about this earlier today?
3: Yep. I'm like, just put anything <laughs> yeah. that's
2: like mildly interesting in Vegas and people will go. Exactly. Uh, he says, we should do a BSN meetups there every Vegas weekend. That would be such a blast to get a group of us at those games. Uh, 100% yes. in on that. He says, Stoke for training camp coverage. The Broncos are back? Tomorrow they are. Close. Tomorrow Close. they are. Dalton Reisner's
3: back. <laughs> He'll be in the building today to sign that deal.
2: Yep. He says, also, do you guys have the soundbite of your former mm-hmm. intro? You should play it every once in a while. I forgot what it sounds like. Cheers.
3: Soundbite of former intro. Yeah, the one oh, that was like this. It's the BSN yeah. Broncos podcast. <laughs> you, uh, you put that together. I did. Late we night. We should play the old one. Yeah, we should. I could probably find it. Let what, me, do you, I... what do you have? You have someone talking about growing stuff on trees. Trees don't grow in the shade. Yep. Let me see it. Let me see <laughs> something. Let me see if I can. I'm sure we
2: have that somewhere. Mm <clears> hmm. <throat> I got something in my iTunes called One Broncos Podcast Intro. It's got to be it. I'm going to play it right now. So whatever it is, Mm -hmm. it's playing. This is the BSN Broncos Podcast. Harness the force, young pet Powered by the BSN Denver Podcast Network. The Broncos are back again. Taking you beyond the field and inside the locker room. My quarterback's like my wife. You touch her and then you're in trouble. I just have uh, one comment. Von Miller must be in a lot of trouble with him because he's been touching the quarterbacks <laughs> all game. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan Koningsberg and Zach Stevens. Son, you know, trees don't grow in the shade.
1: So many
3: analogies. Yo, that intro was, uh, that, was that was lit. Good job on that. But, they, Ryan, I got to say. Nothing can beat Pleasure Horse, by the way. No, of but course that, not. That one was, was kind of cool. Unless your name is Von Miller, is it? A curse to be in the intro. I was just thinking about that.
2: <laughs> That's the, that was my first thought as I was like, oh God, the, the intro featured Garrett Bowles, <laughs> Paxton Lynch, and Von Miller. Oh, but Von wow. Miller, I guess it was just if you have a sound bite, well, then we would be cursed. Right. If you play for the Broncos and you have a sound bite in the intro,
3: you're in trouble. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. I mean, could you imagine if these guys were still the featured part? Like and everyone was so excited about Garrett Bowles and Paxton Lynch coming into this training camp. Did when when did we get this intro? Was it in the season? It, I think wasn't,
2: it wasn't. Yeah, I I don't I don't remember. We were just rolling the we were rolling Paxton Lynch out there like last <laughs> camp. It, 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 there's no way. I can't remember. That's fun. Oh, remember we had a, a couple um, listeners give us some other ones. We had some alternate right, intros. Right. Yep. Yep. That's fun. I bet you there's a lot of people who are listening to this right now that have n- that never heard that. No, never. They probably don't know why we throw in a trees don't grow in the shade <laughs> reference every once in a while. Hopefully, Garrett Bowles becomes more protective over his wife Ugh,
3: this year. Seriously.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, the next one comes in from Juchia. Hey, guys. Ryan, Les Miles was a perfect example. I didn't realize he spent time at CU. Yeah, he was asking, like, who's your guy who was a coach at CU? then most people don't know that went on to have a great great career so i hit him with a good one that is a good one he says henry for your name i think that henry or hank you should just go by your initials so h a chisholm or hb chisholm whatever obviously depends on if your middle initial works uh but this is a classy sports runner henry yeah. what's your middle initial <laughs> hr chisholm hr it sounds like Something like someone that you want to avoid, like stay away from HR Chisholm. <laughs> you don't want him to see you doing that.
3: Yeah, it sounds like a writer.
2: HR Chisholm does not like the humpback chubs talk.
3: <laughs> Doesn't sound very edgy. I kind of like it. HR Chisholm for a book for a novel. Yeah, it's yeah. A, what's the book about? Um, it's uh, it's it's his- history based, very history oh, based.
2: It's like um. It's like a fan fiction about <laughs> Greek gods. Uh, 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 <laughs> By HR Chisholm.
3: <laughs> exactly, it flows.
2: I still yeah, I still feel like I'm going to get in trouble with HR Chisholm. I don't like that. Yeah. We're g- back to the drawing board. <laughs> Would you have a, like a second middle name? No,
1: just the one. Just Would What you? is it? What is it?
2: Richard? Oh, your name is so Henry Richard Chisholm. That is so sophisticated. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe you should go full name henry richard chisholm. that's your his byline is henry richard chisholm mm. sounds like he's going to educate you mm. <laughs> yeah really <laughs> H- henry richard and the humpback chubs <laughs> that's the van all right he oh he says he want. there's a fact for you about you he says there's another henry chisholm who lived from 1822 to 1881 and is referred to as the father of the Cleveland steel trade. I'm sure you're a direct descendant. Do you know anything about? Um, I actually know a lot about. Him. Can we get? He knows. Can we get him on the mic? <laughs> I actually know a lot about the other Henry Chisholm
1: because he pops up whenever I Google myself, which is you Google quite, yourself quite a bit. Often? Yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs>
2: can you can you give us a why on that?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, like some of the reasons actually make sense, but sometimes it's just because. I want to know if I've passed the other Henry Chisholm yet.
2: Uh, in relevance? Yeah,
1: like at some point here, when I Google myself, I will pop up before the guy who founded the Cleveland
2: Steel Trade. I'm Googling. Because like that's a pretty localized thing. Henry Chisholm right now. I just want to see what the first thing, what it says here. I think it might be BSN. Like Henry Chisholm profiles Facebook. I'm sure you're high on that one. Um, background info. Should we do a background check on you right now? Uh-oh. HR Chisholm gonna do a little background check what are uh you're not even the first instagram that comes up
1: i actually just googled myself again yesterday and i got distracted looking through all the henry chisholm instagrams and it's weird that all of the henry chisholms are blonde guys like if you click through like the three top instagram profiles they're all just like blonde guys that is interesting i'll see about making a
2: group uh henry l chisholm jr he kind of sounds cooler than you um He's a lawyer in El Paso, Texas. Here it is, Encyclopedia of Cleveland History. You don't have much work to pass this guy. He's already, like, 10th in relevance. Have you? No, uh, This mic passing thing is awkward. But, yeah, no, seriously, like, that's
1: why I keep checking back because I feel like one of these stories that I write is going to be the one that puts me
3: above the other Henry Chisholm. Ryan, you've never Googled yourself? I haven't. Come on. Actually – Well, I mean, uh, yours is – you're unique. So probably I've, a little different. I
2: think one time I did and there was like this weird thing that was like top 10 Broncos
3: bloggers. Like <laughs> wow. some, something like that. If you want to talk about weird, you can, you can try Googling my name spelled correctly. Uh-huh. Z-A-C.
2: Yeah, let's just say no results found. S-T-E-V-E-N-S.
3: No results are found.
2: Okay. What is it? You want me to do it?
3: Yeah. Why don't you do it? You By the way. for surprise, I, I think I've overtaken this guy.
2: I've got the whole first page, baby. Oh, I bet you do. Of course you do. There's one thing here that says, um, Ryan Konigsberg, author at American Football International. Wow. Didn't know, that. <laughs> Didn't know what that is. Been
3: put on some pages you're not being paid for. All right. I'm Googling Zach Now, you may have to go down a little Stevens. bit, but uh, this used to be the most re- relevant Zach Stevens, according to the internet.
2: Okay. Um, are we talking about the shirtless guy here? Uh, probably.
3: Yep. I think you're going down the right route. I,
2: I'm just looking in the photos. You may, yeah.
3: You may want to look at headlines.
2: Okay. Here we go. Um. Zach Stevens, beat reporter for the Broncos. Yep, there we go. Overtook him. Zachary Stevens Wikipedia. Is this what we're talking about? Probably uh could be lead vocalist for the band Sabotage.
3: <laughs> no, but I like that. Now
2: that sounds not e- what I he's was talking probably about. Probably edgier than
3: you. <laughs> um Zach Stevens Instagram? Probably not. Nope. Okay, not, not what I'm seen. talking about. All right. Um well, you may have to do some digging. Keep going. I've, here. I've apparently uh really professional disc golf? No, mm-hmm. but I like that too. Wow, this one's really falling off the face of the earth. Um, Tory and Zach
2: Stevens' wedding website. Nope. <laughs> Did you you have a previous marriage that we didn't know about?
3: Let's keep moving
2: on. All right. Uh, um, Zach Stevens huddle. Did no. you have a huddle tape from high school? Uh, I don't
3: think so. Definitely
2: not. Has Zach Stevens been arrested? Wow, <laughs> that's, Again, that's a thing that I can click on.
3: <laughs> don't tell HR Chisholm. Well, maybe maybe uh. I'm sure one of our listeners will do the deep digging. and uh, I got uh, Zach Stevens'
2: Arvada, Colorado football stats.
3: Wow. Yeah, not Arvada, but close. Mm.
2: Um, Zach Stevens versus Pete Redina, wrestling.
3: No, I wish. Never a wrestler, although I was told I had a good body. Got for another
2: a registry for you and Tori's wedding.
3: <laughs> Tori Popovich. Wow. Oh, married into basketball royalty. I would take that. Why did you mess that yeah, up? Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm not seeing... You probably spelled my name wrong.
2: I spelled Zach Stevens right. (laughs) For some reason, my caps lock is on, but I don't think that changed anything. Um, What about this? God's authority, our good and his glory by Zach Stevens. It's a 33-minute YouTube video. Yeah, I can promise you that's not me. (laughs) Oh, Amber and Zach's baby registry. Oh, a little Two surprise. Two previous
3: marriages. A little surprise. And the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
2: and I'm still on <laughs> disc golf here. I don't. I don't think I'm going to find what you're talking about. Someone's going to help you out. You, it, you're not going to tell me. I'm not going to tell you. What if I
3: go to news? Is that going to help me? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's just a bunch not of BSN sure. Denver you're links. Probably, That's you're probably you're probably right on uh, the images route, but okay, hold on. Oh, I think I I, yeah. I get what you're g- yeah. where you're going here. Yeah, yeah. 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 You got it now. <laughs> <laughs> this guy used to be—he—he he,
2: he filled up the whole first page of Google. All right, I've got follownews.com headline: Gay adult film actor Zach Stevens. Yep, there you go. Well, at least there's pictures. So <laughs> at least
3: there's pictures. Well, I'm just oh, saying, like, it's not me. Like it's—I right. fa- got a right. face here. That's all I got <laughs> is a face, thankfully. Oh, RIP. Yeah. Oh, R.I.P. some... Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Oh, that makes it less funny. Yeah, that's sad. At least you're the first
2: picture. That is good. All right. It kind (laughs) of just sucked the air. Why (laughs) would you got to show us that, Henry? (laughs) Suck the air right out of that segment.
3: Uh, Oh, we're about to suck the air right out of this podcast with one final (laughs) comment coming in from Dan Burke. Congratulations on the new gig, Ryan. I wouldn't call it a new gig. I was, call it a side hustle. Side hustle. Yeah, I like that. He says, just wondering if you had any insight on the potential holdout from Locke and Reisner. Hopefully, it's almost a non-issue and will get resolved soon because these reps are invaluable lot for Locke and Reisner for that matter. So, yep, half of that is figured out.
2: 100%. Yeah, I mean, it's taken care of. Uh, and we are about to finish this podcast, which means the Drew Locke thing, still relevant, can still be in our headline, <laughs> which is uh, very, very helpful for us. So with that, I say we wrap things up before things get even weirder on this podcast. I'm glad like you came back and it went things went back off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my happy place is when the train is a good 300 feet off the rails just rolling through a field somewhere. <laughs> and with that, we thank you guys for listening in on today's BSN Broncos podcast. Tomorrow, the Broncos will be back and we will be off to the races. Uh, you don't want to miss out. Obviously, you need to subscribe. Don't miss out on that either. Um, But we'll talk to you then. Get ready.
0: Lindsay here and we want to talk to you about our new favorite wine subscription. It is Weinster. The best thing about Weinster is that they work with small wineries. You know BSN loves supporting small local businesses and Weinster is just that, supporting real people making real wine. These guys will curate a hand-picked shipment for you from the best small wine producers in the U.S. So my favorite part about Weinster is the fact that